All right, here we go. I like to start this show with a disclaimer. Nothing I say can or could be held against me. Why? Because it could be ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, that was harsh. That's a harsh way to start the show. Man, because it could be ignorant. Thanks a lot. So I guess you can tell by the, um, let's see, which one is that? Um, Mood changes, irritability. We're going to be talking about menopause. (laughs) (laughs) I know, you would think, okay, so that's not like really a big, huge grandparenting thing. But in a way, it kind of is, turning my headsets around so I can hear out of my good ear. Um, because it, it's something that we, as we reach this grandparenting stage of life, have to deal with and work with and do little workarounds. And as us husbands, we're supposed to be completely, totally supportive and understanding and patient and what else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so menopause. <laughs> now, a lot, a lot. When when would you say that menopause kind of typical hits women? Um, not really sure because there's perimenopause too, so that can start as early as like in your mid thirties. So menopause can hit any time between then and I don't know. It depends. When would you say you started sensing symptoms? Probably three years ago. Started having hot flashes. Yeah, just three years ago. Yes, just three years ago. Did you? Did you just, okay, but uh, I don't know. It seems to me like uh, it was longer ago than that. I don't, maybe you were just giving me warning, a heads up, or I'm not sure. When do you think it started? Be careful. <laughs> seems like it might have been like six years ago. You started kind of mm-hmm. creeping in the idea. No, I don't really. I don't really. Because you feel would, that way. you would say, "Well, I, you know, I might be premenopausal," and I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, "Don't be ridiculous. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you." And then you would say, "No, because of this or that or the other," and and I would say, "I don't think so." Um, I'm trying to remember when. Um, I don't. I just remember where I was when I first had my first hot flash. So. Where were you? That's something. That's like I was at work and knowing um, where you were when the we landed on the moon or something. Mm-hmm. I was at work one day and I I was just sitting at the table doing something and I just kept having these hot flashes. Uh-huh. So I was just yeah, and I would just get hot and have to take my jacket off or sweater off, and my coworkers were like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, "I don't know, I'm hot." Because her coworkers are like in their twenties, most of them. No, because this job, this oh, that was another job. It was a job before this. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So, well, I noticed the hot flashes because, okay, like in our bedroom at night, the ceiling fans on. She's got a fan on the floor on, mm-hmm. and uh, and then my boy's been that way with the fan though. Yeah, and but then like I'll come home from work some days. And it is cold in here. And I'll look at the thermostat and it's like on 64 or something. That's an exaggeration. Not 64. I never had it that low. Maybe 69. And then I'll look over on the couch 
and there you are covered up. And I'm asking you, why are you covered up? And why is it so cold in here, first of all? And you'll say, because I had a hot flash. And then I'm like, why are you covered up? Because I like the feeling of being covered up when I'm cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't like the feeling of a $200 electric bill, but, you know. For the record, I haven't done that in a long time. I know. appreciate it. Thank you. You know, so, but hot fly, well, let's go over to the symptom board and kind of talk about it. And either one of us are... We're doctors. We're just talking about our own personal experiences and mm-hmm. what we've lived through and what we've talked about to um, other, like our parents and, and things that, uh, what, what it's been like for them. Mm-hmm. Irregular periods. We wouldn't have noticed that because for some time now you've been on. Uh, I have been on a birth control that um, regulates my hormones. So Yeah. Um, uh, some, some, um, are we going to talk about sensitive stuff? (laughs) Uh, Some, some private area dryness. Does that work? Yes, that works. Okay. Okay. So hot flashes, chills, night sweats. Yes. I have night sweats on occasion, but that might be because I have, I wear a blank, I use a blanket year round. So, but I mean, there are times when I will wake up and I'm like, you know, my in between my my cleavage is really sweaty and hot, and my neck and stuff, and my back of my neck is really hot, and yeah. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and, uh, we did ask sleep so. sleep problems. I've had that for a while, but it's more exaggerated, I think, because of of the menopause. I have trouble sleeping. <clears throat> So, yeah, I mean, I wake has, up. Has your sleep problems changed since you've become menopausal, or has it been the same as what you were before when you couldn't sleep? And you have some, you I, have some, um, uh, I, go ahead. What? I was saying, your dad has trouble sleeping. He's, you have some insomnia, insomnia yes. in your family. Yeah, my dad has insomnia. He takes some medicine to help him sleep. My mom does too for uh, different um, sleep problems. I think dad's is falling asleep. Mom's is staying asleep or something like that. I may be, inter- I may be switching the two out, but they both have sleep issues. But uh, mine seems to be um, all of those. <laughs> so um takes me an hour to fall asleep sometimes. And waking up, I'll, you know, wake up my sleep better recently but i i will wake up at least maybe two times a night maybe three and she got mad at me because i bet my head on the pillow and i'm out it's like i got a switch well yeah i'm like envious of people that can just fall asleep but they also say that not not falling asleep like that isn't good too so right yeah they say it should take you like 30 to 60 minutes to fall asleep that Mm -hmm. if you fall asleep like i do then you're not getting enough sleep Mm -hmm. that you're uh I don't know. I've always just slept six hours and felt okay with that. Mm-hmm. And once, At least once a week I'll take a nap. And uh, as I've gotten older, I fall asleep on the couch mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. And uh, while well, we're watching television. But it's, mm-hmm. as it's weird. But if I, if I lean to my right, I don't typically fall asleep. But if I lean to my left, then I... I know. I don't know why. I don't it's know. my side of the couch when he's... Leans over to my side. Yeah. And make him sleepy. So we got the sleep mood changes. Now I'll say this about my wife. She has always been such 
so perky and happy <laughs> and always looking at, you know, the sunny side of life and, and, uh, and, and, you know, you do, you do though. She does get a little bit sometimes, um, what's the word I'm looking for where you're, um, cynical, not cynical, but maybe you read in things sometimes that aren't really there and you worry oh, about really? that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But since menopause hit, she she has had mood swings. And I mean, like, you know, where you're afraid to open the door kind of mood swings. <laughs> really? Yeah. We, we have this thing out right now for Halloween that it's like a scary, ghosty mm-hmm. woman and she'll Talk light to you up when you and, walk by. And- yeah, yeah. And I... I think of that as a warning. If it goes off, then I might be in trouble when I walk in. But if, really? if it doesn't, then it's going to be a good thing. Interesting. <laughs> Didn't know that. Not really. I'm kidding. But, you, you know, when we talked about this, when we weren't on, because uh, you had asked me about your mood swings. Mm-hmm. And did I notice anything? Mm-hmm. And I told you that I did, that you don't have... I don't know. Maybe maybe you just don't think my jokes are funny anymore. You know, you just <laughs> you, you're not always laughing at them, or you don't have as much patience with them, or you know, because you get a little bit. Her voice goes up an octave or two whenever I might say something funny. <laughs> That's true. That's that true. weren't there before. Used to, you'd laugh at me and play with me, and we'd have a. But now you're more like, uh, when are you going to grow up? <laughs> I don't do that all the time. Uh, n- enough. Mm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this is the one, I think, though, that seems to bother you the most. Mm. Weight gain. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, hello. I mean, I'm. I, people have never met me or seen me, but I have always weighed around, I don't know, like. People are going to hate you when you say it. Probably. Um, around 115, 120 well, probably between 115 and 122 pounds for most of my adult life. And you have no and idea how I, many times that I go in the closet after she's left for work and there's like three pairs of pants on the floor? Yes, because I have gained weight in the last three years. I, I'm i not ashamed to tell you how much I weigh right now. I weigh 131. Wow. Well, okay. For someone that like <laughs> me has always been smaller... It is so funny to see your. your, She's trying to get her pants on, and and they're not really. They're they're tight, mm. but they're not really. They're probably no tighter than a lot of women probably wear their pants. Right, but I'm not used to that. And she's like, "Oh, my pants won't fit." Well, it's true. It's true, and and it does it does bother me. And I'll say, "Honey, no, you look great. You look beautiful." And you you say, "But men don't understand." Shut up. Huh? Men don't understand. They don't have menopause. Do you haven't have you, have you seen this? Have you noticed any of this? Uh, thinning hair and dry skin. No, I don't have that. No, I'm fine. Loss of breast fullness. See, I think you have fulled up more. <laughs> it's fold up a, an actual word. I don't know. It sounds good. <laughs> maybe maybe filled out. Does that sound better? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I would say that. It's because I've gained weight. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> So when to see a doctor, when you start to believe, uh, did the doctor tell you that you were probably premenopausal or do you think you were before you went to the doctor? Recently? No. Well, okay. So like, um, 
apparently, I don't remember this, but in 2018, I went to my doctor and she did some blood and she told me at the time that I was borderline um, and I was almost there. And then, um, and then I went recently and um, she said that I, yeah, definitely have, have been in menopause. So, so for us guys that are listening and participating Mm -hmm. in this show, how would, what would you say, how would you describe to us what menopause is Um, to get us to understand? I'm not really sure. Um, well, the only way I can really describe it is, (laughs) I don't know. So I don't really know. It's a good question. Caught me off guard. We didn't rehearse. Um, well, this show is kind of off the cuff. It's know. not all rehearsed. It's just... I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's just a change. You know, you're just going through a change in life. It's like when men go through and women have, you know, a midlife crisis. So, <laughs> it's kind of like that, but not I don't really. I think so. <laughs> just being ornery. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> but right here it says, the naturally declining reproductive hormones... Well, yeah. As you approach your late 30s, your ovaries start making less estrogen and uh, progesterone. Progesterone. And the hormones that regulate menstruation in your fertility starts to decline. So we Mm -hmm. can't have babies anymore. No. And in your 40s, your menstrual periods may become longer or shorter, heavier or lighter, and more or less frequent until eventually an average by age 51... 51. Bada mm-hmm. bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. Your ovaries stop releasing eggs and you have no more periods. Right. So now you would think that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, but then you have when those, 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 those hormone changes start happening, that's when you start having the hormone, the hot flashes, the night sweats, the weight gain, the hair loss, the skin drying, the vaginal dryness. So that's you said it. not you said so. It I don't care. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it does not, it is not, <laughs> it is not a good, fun thing. I mean, so. So, um, it, <clears throat> so with that, you know, kind of said the, the, the clinical thing that mm-hmm. we found, um, for you, what did it mean with the onset of menopause? What did it mean for you when you start? I know, I know you talked to your mom about it. Yeah, I talked to and my mom. Probably your other, aunts, right? Or somebody, you know, no, other people. My mom and, you know, and Google and um, what do, what do you What did you think as you prepared yourself for it? What did I think? I, yeah. um, well, based on what my mom told me that all she had was hot flashes, I wasn't overly worried, like super duper worried. But, I mean, I was like, you know, I wondered what was you know, going to happen, what I was going to, what was going to happen to me. And, you know, she did her research and she did, um, she chose not to do hormone replacement therapy. And so that, and she chose to handle it, um, homeopathically, um, which is, you know, always an option for people. So, um, uh, yeah. So, so it's a kind of a change in your body where, um, as a woman, you have a reproductive process that mm-hmm. takes all kinds of uh, chemicals that God gave you mm-hmm. to continue having. And then all of a sudden your body's not producing those anymore. Right. So you have uh, reactions to that. 
And then your yes. body has to adjust and change. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to your doctor and they can give you something to help you with that process. And pretty so. much, you know, I don't, I don't know anyone in their 50s that doesn't have one of those daily pill things, you know, that they're taking all kinds of different vitamins oh, or, yeah. okay. or mm-hmm. you know, things to make up for other things that we don't have or mm-hmm. we need or we're not getting enough of because we can't eat a thousand bananas or something like that, you know, so we have to <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of bananas. take supplements to try mm-hmm. to make it out. And, um, mm-hmm. Now, women that have had a hysterectomy, mm-hmm. they don't go through menopause, do they? Yes, they do. They do? A woman that, well, okay, after, I don't really know if, if after their their reproductive organs are removed, if they actually have, if they, I, I believe they still have continue to take some hormones, but I'm not really sure. So, um, but I forgot your question. <laughs> uh, that women that, that would have a hysterectomy, do they still have oh. um, menopause? I'm not really sure about that. I've never looked into that. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. So what did your doctor tell you when, um, you know, that they, that they, when was it, when, so they said a couple of years ago, two, three years ago that you were onset Mm -hmm. and then uh, more recently they told you that you have been in menopause. Yeah, I've been in menopause for the past few years. What did they tell you? What did they, what did they, what kind of insight did they give you? Mm, Well, I went in because... Because I was in pause, I was asking her, I would um, would now be the time to take um, out the current birth control that I use, which is a, a IUD. Um, but um, she even now suggests that not taking it out because I could still get pregnant, which, no, I don't want that happen. I'm too old. Um, so um, she suggested keeping that in and adding a... Um, um, hormones. Um, so she we discussed whether I should have the hormone uh, patch or if I should take the pills. Um, so did she describe anything about menopause to you at all or mm-hmm. how you're feeling, why you're no, feeling? I just, what, no, I just, no. Would that have helped you if your doctor would have sat down? and? Well, if I, if, if three years ago when I originally went, yeah, I probably would have been, but I had, it had been so long that I've done so much of my own research. I, you know, I didn't, she didn't really offer any kind of um, advice like that or um, anything like that. So. What, did, what did you find in your own research? Uh, just stuff about hormone replacement therapy and like the symptoms and the so how hysterectomy does, and so how like does that. Uh, hormone replacement work? What, what do you? Is it pills, shots? Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not a shot. You can either have the pills, which is a progesterone, or a, and a estrogen pill that are two separate pills, or you can do a combo patch that can be placed um, on your abdomen. Um, so for and my case, what is that what? supposed to help with? Regulate your hormones, and that changes, you, adjust it, your it mood keeps you back. From, from yeah, that's your first weight. thought, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's just supposed to help with like hot flashes and. Um, Things like that. So maybe control the sweating. I don't know. Other things probably. So, And um, we chose to talk about this because I think that, you know, like one of the first things I looked up was uh, how long does it last? And of the course. First thing I saw was <laughs> 10 years. It lasts a long time. It can last forever. <laughs> what? 
10 years of mental how am I, I may not even live that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was scary. But anyway, it was, you know, so it's, it's, uh, you know, and, and I haven't found enough and I guess it's all over the place. It's not, nothing real specific on, um, is the beginning worse or better than the middle? Is mm-hmm. the end worse than the beginning or the middle? I don't know. I don't know. And also it, something else that helps with uh, like, uh, osteoporosis, like uh, bone loss. Um, having a hormone replacement therapy helps with bone loss too. So, it seems to vary sorry, from person to person a lot in their, you know, however the history is with the women in their family. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's important for you to talk to your Talk to your family. Talk to your doctor. Yeah. Do your own research. If you don't want to do HRT, then don't. You know, if you want to go your own way and um, the homeopathic, natural way, then there are things that you can take. Just do your research. I'm Be- not a doctor. Because, you know, we talk, We decided we would talk about it on the show because of the fact that um, it, it can affect your day. It can affect your life and what you do, you know, as a guy, you don't really think about menopause. You don't, you might've heard your grandmother or your mom talk about it at some point, but it wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it was something that, okay, how is that going to affect me? But then when you fall in love and you're married and you have a partner that then it does affect you, you know, affects you in a lot of different ways from, like we said, the mood swings, the. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know, and then there's also the intimacy mm-hmm. that can that can go with that, and mm-hmm. um, different things that we have read talk about with intimacy is that because of the dryness, as a woman, you may not be as much looking forward to becoming intimate, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, and I know for Deanne, there were times when she was more, um, I don't know, she doesn't like to talk about things like that. So I don't know. I'm I'm always like, what's wrong? What's bothering you? What's mm-hmm. what's 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 on your mind? You know, and and it takes like a little bit to drag it out of her, especially something like that. And and uh, she finally tells me, you know, and I was like, well, why, why didn't you tell me? I'm sure we can look up something. We can figure it out. And and you know, the one thing that uh, stuff that we have read is that you don't want to give up intimacy. You want to find helpful things, aids, and uh, different ways to be physical together mm-hmm. because it's like the one one thing we read said it's like exercising, that uh, if you find it hard to do or you're not looking forward to it, you, you quit exercising and then you become less healthy mm-hmm. and it goes away. But this was something that we also read about seniors, even into their 80s or 90s, that have to find different ways to be intimate or use, uh, what? 90s. I'm just having a hard time with 90. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, if I'm still <laughs> kicking, I'm still willing, I think. So don't give up on us, babe. <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, so I think that, you know, it's important to uh understand and help each other get through those times and you know and it not be just about yes your partner she's going through very difficult emotional physical time in her life but there's still two people in this relationship and you have to realize that and work together to meet each other's needs is all i'm saying 
Does that make sense? Is yes. that going to get me in trouble? No. Okay, thanks. That's mostly what I'm concerned with is getting in trouble. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> so it's you know it's it's so I think that you uh, you have to work together, talk to each other, you mm-hmm. know whether it's um, you know I sort of read one that said you know you can get little marital aids and mm-hmm. other things to to uh, help with arousal and stuff like that. We've turned from menopause to sex. No, it's still part of the aging kidding. process. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. I don't know how many times I'll tell her she was beautiful. And and then she says, Oh, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. And I say, Look, you know, I'm nine years older than she is. So I understand that we're getting older. You know, there are aches that just don't go away. Mm-hmm. And uh and it it is harder to exercise, even though I love exercising. It's harder to force myself to do it as much because there are more aches than there were before. Mm, yeah. And uh, and so I, you know, I, I, so then I even tell her, it's like, well, okay, then, you know, now maybe I'm not going to exercise six days a week, but three is better than none. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so do that, you know, and then mm-hmm. some day, some weeks you might do five or six days of exercise and maybe the exercise is different. Maybe it's not a six mile run, but a two mile walk or something. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's just so long as you are continue to be active and, mm-hmm. and do th- maybe you're playing pickleball instead of tennis, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. we try to do those kinds of things and even yard work, you know, can be good exercise if you get out and you do it in a way that's uh, mm-hmm. safe and you have to realize that you are a little older mm-hmm. and you have to be careful. Yep, you do. That's what I always talk about. So how much time left we have on your menopause? I don't know. <laughs> There's no time frame. I <laughs> they, don't have any you idea. You plan to drag it out? You're going to try yeah, to I'm gonna drag it, it out. bud? We're going to get, what are we going to I don't get? know. I'm going to go through it. I don't know. It's not... Like you said, it's not a tree. Like you can't look at the ri- oh, <laughs> the rings. And the other thing that we've read a lot about when it comes to menopause, it uh, it is important to maintain a healthy lifestyle throughout mm-hmm. menopause. Don't use it as uh, the reason that maybe you decide to do less exercise or to eat worse or, you know, because you are going to have those mood swings. That, uh, like for me, I put on weight over COVID mm-hmm. because I was um, – What's the term? Um, I mm. was I was eating. Uh, you were stress eating. Stress eating, yeah, I guess, yeah, and so, so you know, and so when you when you uh, are going through menopause, you want to stay healthy because there are some concerns about how it will affect you. Mm-hmm. The the latter stages of menopause yeah. are some of the times when uh, there can be heart disease. Could yeah. come into play, or even um, diabetes, diabetes, uh, stroke, High blood pressure. Strokes, you become more more susceptible to some of those, mm-hmm. and even breast cancer. So you yeah. have to do your best to stay healthy, yeah. stay on top of uh, everything, so you can maintain a lifestyle that allows you to enjoy your grandchildren for years and years and years to come. You know, and definitely and. You have to let your feelings and emotions of wanting to play and spend time with your grandkids overcome whatever mood swing you go through, you know, and and try to make sure that 
you still mm. plan time and you work that time out because you're going to find so much more enjoyment out of being with them <clears throat> than mm-hmm. whatever yes. mood swing you might have. Have there been times when you've been like in a bad mood because of you think <clears throat> menopause, but you did something anyway just for fun? No. I don't think. Have you had a mood swing that has been like, because for me, what I see in your mood swings aren't uh, like you don't want to be around anybody and you hate everybody. (laughs) I mean. They more of like you have an intensified, you can get, you can go from being precious and wonderful to scary and mean really much faster than you used to could. Quicker. Yeah. Uh, quick trigger. Yeah. So it was that. That's that's kind of the scary mm. thing. If if we could only hook up like some kind of meter, really, that could designate when those are occurring. That's, and that's interesting. You should invent something. <laughs> <laughs> but have you found that affecting you in any way? Does it affect you at work? Does it make you? Yes. How how is it different? Um. I mean, like if I if I go to work and uh, I've not slept because I've had hot flashes or because I've woke up in the middle of the night, it sets the tone for the day. And um, I I don't know if other people can tell, but I mean, I could definitely tell that I'm more grouchy and um, you know, not very much fun. So I can tell at work. Uh, you can tell at work. In the morning when you wake up, oh. I know that, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like Saturday, just in case, because the first thing she has to have is coffee. Right. I woke up before her. She was he out. was very sweet. He went to the store and got I me went some. out and I got two different kinds because <laughs> I didn't know which one she would prefer. And so. He got a really good one. Yeah. And yep. so to try good. to minimize the uh says the guy yeah if you can minimize the impact of mood changes by <laughs> wow doing little niceties maybe you know i think mm-hmm. that can improve your chances mm-hmm. of also maintaining an intimate relationship through all of this uh-huh uh, for me um um i've always had a hard time with i mean i'm not i'm not a great time manager so, like, when I get home from work, I have to force myself to not sit on the couch and get on my phone and look at stuff. So, tick tack, tick, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> jeez. Anyhow, um, so I have to force myself to go change my clothes, and even if I just spend fifteen twenty minutes doing some stretches to keep myself limber, then I, I do that. But, um. I just find it challenging sometimes to get up and work out. So I've always been that way, but it's more so when I when I'm tired and I'm not slept the night before, and I had a you know eight or nine hour day. So well, um, it's hard. And if I don't sleep well, I usually don't exercise in the morning because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm yeah. more susceptible to injury when I'm not as yeah. And I wish I could get up in the morning and and, and work out. I wish I. But sometimes I force myself because then I'm more tired and then I sleep better the next night. Sometimes I wake up in time to be able to do that, but I'm afraid that if I get up and work out, then you're going to hear and you're going to wake up because it's like 
4.30 in the morning. <laughs> so. Eh, it'll be all right. Eh. But anyway, so. we're glad that you um, were able to share this menopausal moment with us. And we appreciate it. So we should call it menopausal moments. <laughs> moments in menopause. Yeah, so we'll talk. We got plenty of other things that are great about grandparenting we can talk about. You know, it's just that uh, this is just something that happens. It, yep, it, it, it happens, is. you know. We'll, we'll talk about it and, and hopefully, you know, it won't mm. be a 10-year deal. We'll try to tell you and update you as to how we go through the years. But Keep anyway. you updated. Yeah. Anyway, so. thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. Bye.